title of the message, You Have Something. I want to follow that up by saying, You have something, folks, that no one else has. I'm talking on the planet of the earth. Those believers, you and I, and the other believers, those by the internet, we have something that no one else on the earth has. And I'm not coming against the other religions. They can have their religion. But when you have a relationship and have Jesus Christ, you have something that they don't have. They may have a, an understanding of, of, of goodness, an understanding of joy, but they don't have what we've got. We are so blessed. You know, we we're, we're, had Christmas and... You know, stepped out of an eternity, stepped out of absolutely not having a wristwatch, stepped out of, a, a, of something that he created, stepped out of perfectness, perfection, and come into this crazy world, which I'm telling Have you all noticed? I hate it for the young people that they didn't see what America used to be and what the world used to be. But come into this earth as a human to be that perfect sacrifice to die for our sins and then to raise again so that we then could have something that nobody else has. Now, I didn't have that until I was 12 years old. Why? Because I didn't accept Jesus until I was 12 years old. But even at 12, when I received him, I knew something was different, but I didn't know what it was. And it takes time to start understanding. It takes time to be transformed. It takes time. You know, it's not, it's not our doing in life. It's our being. When you are who you are. You know, the Bible says in, in 1 John that as he is, so are you. Does it not say that? So now, all the ones that are homesick today, the Bible says that as he, Jesus does not have. COVID. Jesus does not have sickness and disease. So we've got to get to the place of understanding what we've got. We're him. No, we're not him, but we're him. Because the Bible says that everything that he is, we are. Everything that I need, I have. It's not something I have to work up. It's something I need to let be. And, and we are so blessed. Uh, I want to go. I want to go to John one. Everybody know I don't have it pulled up real quick. I love this scripture. I, I we had a great candlelight service. If you wasn't able to be here, it was a blessing. I love. I, I've got the Passion Bible. It says, "In the beginning, in the beginning, the living expression was already there." And the, living the, and the living expression was with God, yet full of God. They were together face to face in everything beginning. And, and, though, and through his creative inspiration, the living expression made all things. From nothing has existence apart from him. The fountain of life was in him. And it says, and his life is the light for all humanity. See, we have, we have the light of Christ living in us once you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you haven't, it's not difficult. 
folks, those by internet, maybe one or two that's here that have never asked Jesus into your heart, all you have to do is believe. That's all it says. It tells us in Romans and other places in the Bible, just believe that he died and rose again for your sins and you're forgiven from now on, but you have to believe it. By faith, you believe it. And then by faith, it, you receive it. And then by faith, your whole life. Then by faith, everything, from the, everything on the inside of you changes. You're a new creature in Christ. Old things then have passed away. I'm no longer Ron. I'm no longer this person that's got, that's got I have faults, but I, I don't really have faults because I'm new in Christ. I'm a new person. But see, we're, we have that life. Nobody else on the face of the earth except believers in Jesus Christ has what I'm talking about. And if you're out there by the internet over in Swazili, I don't care where you're at, and you're listening right now, if you do not, if you have not received Jesus Christ, he's the only way to heaven. He's the only way to receive what I'm talking about. You can be like the rest of the believers and not like the rest of the world, which is getting crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier. And now, how long is it going to be, folks, before you have a little chip underneath your hand to go buy food? The Chicago mayor said, if you do not have the COVID shot, you will not even be able to purchase in the city of Chicago. Now, she don't have the power to do that. But they're already talking it. That's why it's so important to know who you are in Christ and to know that you've got something they don't have. And I, I've noticed in the Bible that whenever Egypt was going through all their hard times, uh, there's a place in there, and I, I think I shared this maybe last week, that when Egypt was so dark, a light wouldn't even break the darkness. Now, that's dark. Goshen was okay. We have got what it takes. We have got what we need. You know, the Bible uh, in, in, only read First John first, or John first. John 8, 12 says, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. You have something, no, I, I, I'm going to say it and say it and say it today. You have something that no one else has. Except another believer. I'm talking to the believers as a whole. You have, you have a supernatural being living inside of every atom in your body. You are totally, totally, totally different than you were before you accepted Jesus Christ. You are different. First Peter tells us that we're, we're a chosen people, a royal priesthood. <laughs> it literally says that you may show others the goodness of God. That word goodness is an interesting set of scriptures there. It actually says the purity of God. It actually says, it actually says the moral purity of God. We are a chosen generation. All this junk that's in the world now, we're not a part of that. Oh, we're caught up in it at times, and, and we're in the midst of it. But when you get right down to who you are, you have something no one else has. 
And you've got an ability inside you to allow the light of God to flow through you to touch other hearts just in what you say, just in what you do, just in how you act, just in how you react. That's why it's so important to recognize that when the scripture tells us that we, and it wasn't talking about the world, we, when we become lovers of self, we've got to pay attention to that and think, I don't need to be a lover of self. I need to be a lover of Christ. I need to, I need to be who I really am. I don't need, to, I don't need to, to be mad. I don't need to take offense. I don't need to carry heartache. I don't need to be sorrowful. I don't need to worry. I don't need any of that because that's not really who I am. You say, well, how can you be that? Because I have something that no one else has. And I can be that way. But I have to choose to be that way. But I have to know that I've got that available inside of me. And I've got to know that it's not in my doing in life. It's in my being in life. It's at that place in my life where I can just be who I'm really designed to be. That's why it's so important to spend time with him all the time, all the time. Read your word, read your word. Allow the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. Because the Bible says that once I give my heart to Jesus, he sent his spirit to live then in me. I really don't have to live by faith in that area because I already know I have it. My faith has to be in those things that I've, I've not yet seen yet. But I know that I know. I've had times in my life when I know he was with me. I can't go by my feelings. But I, back when I run heavy equipment, and I, that's what I did all the time. You all young people wouldn't understand. But I had a, a Walkman. And it was a little cassette player that hung about twice the size of this. I wore them out listening to Joyce Meyer, Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagen, uh, wore them out. But I remember times that the, I could, I, the, it was like Shekinah glory in the cab to where I knew that I knew that I knew that he was with me. But I can't go by feelings. I just go by my knower. I just know that I know that I know that I know that I got something that the rest of the world does not. They can have it. But I got it. And you've got it. I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about everybody that's believing. I'm talking about those that are home today. I'm talking about those by internet that just happened to, just happened to pull us up. Amen. Happen to see dotheword.com. What in the world is that? Well, I'm telling you right now, it's Jesus. And he is in every believer. Now, you say, well, well they don't act like they're born again. That's none of your business. You gossip. You're worse than the pits of hell if you gossip, by the way, folks. You've done more destruction talking about people than anything else could be because you're not God. I don't know who's born again. I don't know where their walk is. I, I have no idea where Jay's at and Iva's at, but I know they, they love God, but I don't know their real life. I don't spend time with them. I love them, and I see the fruit, and I'm not just talking about Jay and Iva. I'm talking about anybody in here. I don't know your mind. So how can I judge your mind? How can I gossip about something that I heard? How can I even gossip about something I know is a fact? You think it's a fact. Even if you were there, you still don't know why they did what they did. See, we, they've got what you've got. If they're born again, they've got everything you got. It may not be manifesting yet. But you're going to gossip and show your maturity? 
we got something that the whole, I mean, there's more out there that don't have God that now, I mean, there's people in America, there's people in Chester that have never even talked or heard about what the gospel really is. Brad was sharing with me how he can't get over the number of people that knows nothing. He gets to talk to people every day that works at the gym and stuff. He's blown away at the number of people that know nothing about the Bible. They don't have what you've got. They wonder how you get through things. They wonder how you, you cope with life. They wonder how you walk through things that have, have been drama. They wonder, how, they wonder how Kim Absher's walking through this like she is. I mean, she lost a son. But God, but she's got what it takes. Right now, whether she feels like it or not, you don't let your emotions run your life, folks. Because if my emotions would run my life, you know where I'd be right now? Well, I'd probably be dead. But you know where I would have been this morning? I'd still be in bed if I would have followed my emotions this morning. We, the rim froze. It's no telling what time they had to get started to get the man here this morning. But he's here. He's getting better all the time, too. I asked John, I said, how's he doing? Oh, he's getting ornery. I said, he's getting better. <laughs> listen, we have got, we have, listen, we've got what it takes. See, we've got the confidence in life. We've got a place of total trusting in our life. We've got that knowing that God's already seen where I'm going. I think that helps me more than anything. Knowing that he already knows. I mean, he's, he's, he's not just a second ahead. He's ahead. He already knows. He already knows before I did that, he knew it. If I listen, he already knows what I'm going to say. No, I take that back. He already knows what I'm going to say I shouldn't have said. <laughs> he, ar he already knows my day. He already knows. I got to watch, uh, remember the, the movie uh, Soul Surfing, the young lady that got her arm bit off? Uh, I watched that again last night. Those kind of shows are always better the more you watch them. True stories like that just touch my heart. What confidence this girl had just to get, I won't get in the water, and all I did was watch Jaws. <laughs> but to think that you had one bite your arm off, and then you went back out in it, and you pushed on through, and you surfed and become a, become a professional surfer with one arm, how'd she do it? Because she had what you've got. I mean, Case closed. She took what was placed inside of her and she, did she have hard times? Oh, come on. Anybody, that, well, life's that way, folks. Anybody figured that out yet? But see, we've got the assurance of a day-to-day. -day. If I don't live tomorrow, it's okay. The Bible says don't worry, so why would I worry about tomorrow 
Why would I worry about a second from now? Why would I worry about anything if I know what it says? That he already knows, see? But the rest of the world doesn't have this. That's why we can go to funerals and there's a whole different, whole different spirit about things and go into one where everybody's lost and everybody's crying and everybody's screaming and everybody's carrying on. I'll never see them again. Folks, if you're born again, you'll see everybody again that's born again. So you have an assurance. They didn't die. They never die. We don't die, by the way. If you're born again, internet or here, if you're born again, you will not die. Because the Bible says, I have eternal life. This body may shut down, but this body's a pain anyway. We are overcomers. We, we win. It doesn't matter where we're at now. We just walk through what's going on knowing this is but a... That's not very much. This, this is just a very small of what's going on. You know, it's, it's interesting. In Luke 11.33, it, it says, No one that lights a candle would put a basket over it. And as I, read, as I read that yesterday, I said, why is he expressing that? Because that's exactly what you and I are doing a lot. You have the light that will help anybody through anything. You have the light that will walk you through anything. You have what it takes to get on. But what we're doing is we're putting a basket over that light like it doesn't work. I mean, think about how ignorant that would be to go get a flashlight because you can't see something, and then you put a stupid basket over it, you still can't see something. But we have the light, so don't put something over what you've got. Allow that light to reach out and touch other people. Allow that light to direct, your, direct what you say and what you do because you have a free will. I had a free will to give my heart to Jesus. I have a free will to allow the light to flow. I have a free will not to do the things that I know violates what, who I really am, that destroys who I really am. Why would I want to live in a realm that, that's killing me? Why would I want to, back to gossip, why would you want to be a judge when the Bible says that you will, you will become what you judge? So you back out, not out of law, out of the goodness and the love of God out of what he's done for our hearts, out of what he's done for our lives. He's done everything for me. I'm good to go. And we've got to all get to this place of knowing he's got us. We've got, we've got to be at that place where... Has anybody understood that life sometimes is a pain? But it doesn't matter. Because, see, that light helps me. And that light helps others. You know, what we do a lot, and it's not always, but we allow fear to hold us back from being and sharing what we really are. We did it for, we've did it when, since COVID was discovered. For the most part, now don't throw anything at me, most of us have lived in fear instead of living in faith. Still, it's going on. 
Oh, I'm terrified I'll get it. You think God don't know you're going to get it and not get it? This man here spent five months over it. Well, if he would have, no, they know he would have, give me that. You don't know. It's easy to look back. But it's also right to look forward. Knowing he's got you. And I'm not going to live in my fear. I'm not going to live in my insecurities. How many people got insecurities? Raise your hand. We all, we were, everybody here, everybody here was raised in a dysfunctional family. Amen? My sisters and brothers are going, amen. We we didn't know how crazy it was until we started getting the word and going, oh, my goodness. So what does that build? That builds insecurities. You all know my past. I mean, I literally, I literally walked shumps. I'm still working on that. I still, still, I, I walked with my head down. I was so insecure. I'll never forget when God started raising that back up and raising me up. First time I went in the coal mines, in the coal mines you had your dirty clothes that you put on to go work because it was coal mining. And they had baskets up in the ceiling 16 feet up. And you let the chain down and you hung your dirty clothes, your work clothes, and you pulled them up. I knew they were there, but I'd never seen them until I started coming out of this insecurity. and went, look at all the filthy baskets. But we allowed our old self to keep us looking down. Instead of looking where we're going. And where God's got for us and the things. That, you don't have it yet. That's what faith is. I don't, I don't have. I still haven't done the things I feel like I'm supposed to do. And I, I, I've already wore out more of my life than I got left. But God, does anybody, anybody, I've heard so many people say this. The older we get, the faster things are going. But God's still got time because God said he's going to do. So we, we, we stand on that. See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not working to get better. I'm already better. I have, something that, I have something the world doesn't have. I've got it inside of me. 1 John 4.18 says that love casts out all this fear and all these things that causes me to, to live in my past. And I've got to trust in him. See, love flows out of us. But love can only flow out of us when we allow what's in us to come out. I went through a situation Monday night, and I don't, I don't want to get into none of that right now, but I, was, I got a little sharp with the nurses. I was hurting so bad that I, I wanted to scream, and I caught myself flaring, but then I caught myself right at just seconds, not even seconds, realizing, what are you doing, Ronnie? And I would apologize, but then I would scream again. And then I'd apologize, and I would. See, the, the, the real me was trying to say, no, no, I got this. I got this. The old me was going, no, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. We can't let this run our life. We've got to let who we really are, that that nobody else has got. I mean, when you get that revelation that you've got something the, when you meet someone that is just lost and you know they're lost and you know they've never given their heart to Jesus, you have got something in you that they need. And all you have to do is accept them for where they're at 
And all of a sudden, that starts flowing towards them, and they don't even know what's going on, but yet they get it. Their heart gets touched. Their life gets touched. Chris was telling me, all the people he's meeting and counseling with now, Chris was telling me how he had one just the other day that just flat rejected. He said, but you know, he still heard the gospel. So the seeds planted. He said he was gone the next day, transferred out. But I know the seeds there, and I know that I did what I was supposed to do. That's what we do every day. Everybody you're around, you're supposed to just be loving and sharing and loving and sharing. Romans 13, 9 tells us to love our neighbor. <laughs> let, me, let me read out of the Passion Bible, then we're going to close. Team, you can come on up if you want to. I want to read from in, in Philippians 4, from 4 down to 9. Listen to this in the, in the Passion Bible. It says, now, these are, listen to me. What I'm going to read is a choice. It's not a law. It's a choice. What it is is what's in you. It says, be cheerful cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let your joy overflow and let gentleness be in every relationship for our Lord is ever near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about anything. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace and tr- wonderful peace that transitions human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure and holy and merciful and kind and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God praising him always put into practice the example of all you have heard from me or seen in my life and the God of peace will be with you in all things don't pick up the phone talk about negative things about anybody that's not you that's not the real you that's the old you that's still winning that's the old you that still thinks it's alive oh it's exciting to, to talk about people it's exciting to tell things I heard whether they're true or not it's exciting it's destruction well well But it's real. It's still none of our business. Our business is to be who we are designed to be. Our business is to think on good things. Our business is to think on gentle things. Our business is to have peace. Our business is to allow that joy to come forth. Our business is to, to walk through that season of our life, whatever our season is, good, bad, or ugly, Walk through it knowing that God's got it and trust in Him. Our seasons to be that that nobody else has. What a change can take place in this, in this world if we could just get it together and trust what He's doing in our lives and trust everyone we run into, we think good of them. We encourage them. Well, to get there, you got to back up. And every time you have a thought, you think only of the good thoughts. Jesus never sinned 
but was tempted in every way that I'm talking about here. Why didn't he? Because he didn't take that thought captive. He allowed what, what he, he allowed what he was to become what he is. We can do the same thing. We can allow what we are, what we really are. I make this statement all the time, the older we get, the better we were. But in fact, we are okay. I mean, we are. Yeah, but I know so-and-so. <laughs> Be careful. No, if you're born again, you have every quality that you need to be what God's designed you to be. Let's stand up and let's close out. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me in all my days. I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head oh, I will sing of the goodness of God And all my life you have been faithful
thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for taking care of every need. Father, thank you for taking care of Kim through this heartache and the family. Continue to lift up those that are battling sickness around about the place, those that are a part of our body, Father. We just speak healing and health to them. We thank you that Greg's getting stronger and stronger and better. Thank you, Lord, that you've got all of this. We trust in you because of your goodness and because you've designed it so that we can have everything we need to meet every need we have. And we trust in you, Father, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. See you Wednesday night.